Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Mr. Black. Dang! Yo, how? All right, good evening, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Big Beefing Show. It's funny. I you am, I am, that. I am Shane Rollins, and I am one third <laughs> of that Big Beefing Show. Tonight, I have joining me Aaron Rollins. How you doing, sir? Right. But side note, real quick. <laughs> um, so yeah, John, the uh, uh, little baby Emily came into the world today. Oh, that's her name. Yeah. So she's uh she's there. He's in the hospital. I'm sure. I'm sure they're just having a good old time. Wee wee. Uh, I don't really. Wee! It's not like that at the beginning. Like Roger didn't cry like that when he came out, um, but it's it's just I was gonna say you know if they just got one more day they could have had a Halloween baby. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's what she wanted when it's time for that baby to come out. No, hold it, wait, wait, like ten more no, hours. No, they want when you, when it's time to go. They want the damn thing to be out. That's I was being sarcastic, man. I'm surprised you didn't fucking detect that. <laughs> Oh, I detected it. I just didn't give a shit, so I continued with my presupposition. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so congrats to him. Congrats to JP. So, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, man, I don't know if this is fucking true, but apparently 30 Navy SEALs got killed in a fucking helicopter? That's old news. When did that happen? A long fucking time ago. Uh, it's the Marcus Luttrell story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe it's like maybe today's like the anniversary of that or something. Yeah. Navy SEALs shot down. So uh, it looks like it was Delta Force that killed that uh, um, ISIS leader. So it wasn't. Yeah, that's what the reports are saying. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't 30. Let's see. I'm looking. I'm looking. Well, that was in August. 
I'm trying to see what you're talking about. I, mean, I didn't know if it was true or not. You remember uh, the other night we were talking about, and, and Daniel pointed this out on this podcast, but I was telling you about that damn robot that was on the gun range and they were hitting it with the fucking hockey stick. I've seen it. I've seen the clip. Well, I mean, if you look at it, you can tell when he, when he spins that robot around, it's CGI. It, it's not real. You can, you, can, you can see his hands aren't, they're not touching anything. So when I first saw it, because I was looking at it on my phone, I saw a little clip, and I was like, oh, shit. You know, they're doing really good. I didn't realize that not only is that, what's, so when I looked at it and I watched it, I was like, okay, well, it's it's fake. It sucks. And then Daniel on his podcast, he was like, yeah, they, they've, they've done other videos, and a lot of people thought it was real, and they're not anywhere close to that. And, um, but the other video was the one where he's like in a warehouse trying to pick up boxes, and they're hitting him with a hockey stick. That was CGI too. So just god damn it, man. Why are you showing me this shit? I don't need to see the fucking cartoon that you're trying to say is real. But to give credit to those guys who made those, they did a damn good job. Because I mean it does look real. If you unless you're looking real closely. Yeah. I guess you weren't watching closely, were you? Well, I did I went back and watched it fucking closely. <laughs> So did you see our cousin who's going to be in our in, in my movie uh, got mentioned in the paper? Yep. She's in one of your uh, one of your director's uh, plays or something. Uh, it wasn't that. And apparently a lot of the family went out to go see it. Yep. And nobody went to go watch yours. Nope. Nobody gives a shit about what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of fucked up. They could have went and watched yours, too. No, they didn't care. I didn't, go, I didn't even go to watch yours. Oh uh, yeah, and I, I I told uh I told as many people as I could to come out and see it, and they never did. Well, the times that you had yours, I had other shit going on. I yep. did watch I did watch a video though. Uh huh. So I saw that. That's nice. And we didn't want to drive up to New York, so you know. Yeah, nobody wanted to. Yeah. Well, in the words of Joe Dirt, "Life's a garden. Dig it." Yep, he did say that. You just gonna, you just fucking, you just want to get this conversation over. It sounds like you just fucking painful as fuck. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Well, um, so I had plans, man. I'm, tr- I was trying to brainstorm a little bit. I want to change up. I want to change up the podcast starting in uh, season two. I think I want to be like a show. I don't think I want to be us just getting on here and. Fucking rambling. Mm. You know, never really getting anything done. I think I, I think I want it to be a focused, here's what we're talking about, show. And, um, and so that means it may be, we may need to do it a little bit shorter. We may not need to go for an hour. Well, we Russ, not, Martin, Russ Martin has a show for four hours and they don't just talk about, you know, that kind of stuff. They talk about all kinds of shit. Yeah. Well, the, there's, so there's a couple things on that. You know, Russ Martin's been around since the fucking 80s in radio. Mm-hmm. And he he has the first 20 years of his career was doing standard radio programming. What what the business execs, the and average, got, and all that stuff. Yeah, but it's not that good. Um, Plays at the White Trash Show every year. Yeah, it's his fucking show. <laughs> of course he's going to play. Um, but anyways, so he's well known, he's established went. So when the show, after his career, like it kind of, you know, when he started doing just talk on his own, 
he morphed a little bit into like a reality character. And now when he when he came back, you know, several years ago, he just straight up, you know, don't give a shit. Just talk about the business and just we're just going to talk about stuff. You can do that once you've got to that point, you know, but if nobody knows who the fuck you are and we're sitting here talking about bullshit, you know, for what? And that's the other thing, you know, he talks about like life situations, dating, um, the office, you know, stuff in current events and news. When we talk about, you know, fucking, I think John, one of the topics was, is, uh, did Batman think he bit off more than he could chew? And Russ Martin talks about Batman a little bit too, but, you know, we talk about Power Rangers and fucking Warhammer out the ass. Um, it's just, it's a very niche market. And I don't know if we're, I, I think our presentation, the way we present the podcast, I think it just kind of, it kind of hurts. Cause man, we've, we've fucking, we, 12 listeners in a fucking year. I mean, it's, something's wrong. Something is nobody, something wrong the way we're doing it. Nobody cares, and we're not using iHeart Media, which is like the go-to for podcasts. Also, your beard is out of control, man. You don't ever brush that son of a bitch. <laughs> you don't, not around the sides, man. It's all like straggling out it's like roots from a tree. <laughs> I used to I used to grow the sideburns just by themselves without having like a beard. Mutton chops yeah, or a top hat and carrying a cane. Yeah. I used to do that. Uh, I'm actually trimming it down for tomorrow for Halloween. So tonight after I take a shower, it's gonna be a lot less. Well, why don't you just cut that shit off? Uh, the problem is if you cut it off. Um, first you got to deal with all the, wow, you shaved like motherfucker. I know I shaved. I fucking, I was there when it happened. I remember it, you know, Oh, you look so different. And, uh, and then, you know, if you try to grow it back, so then when you start shaving, you got to shave all the time. Cause if you don't, you get that fucking irritation. And, uh, <laughs> and if you do try to grow it back, you get the irritation. And it lasts a good couple weeks where you're just like, God, this sucks. And then, uh, well, don't grow a bag, just save the shit off. Yeah, maybe when I'm older, I don't know. I kind of, it's just kind of my thing now. I've been, I've been rocking it for, I mean, the last time I shaved it was probably about three or four years ago. And so, I mean, big picture wise, I've just been, I've just been keeping it. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like John Witherspoon died, man. Yeah, the Friday guy. Well, he's he hasn't done just Friday. He's done all kinds of stuff. Well, for me, he's always going to be the Friday guy. Okay. So, what was up with that Red Fox video you sent me? <laughs> it was. I thought I tagged you in it. I, I didn't send some, it to you. It just, some some black lady singing, and then it cuts to Red Fox, and he says, fat bitch. <laughs> that that's, support, that's funny. So that song is like the pop song right now. Everybody's fucking singing it. And fat so, bitch. Once, No, no, he doesn't. That, that part's not in the song. <laughs> but that song is just like the number one. I, I don't want to say it is number one, but it's. It's everywhere. It's on radio, clubs. I mean, you name it. People are singing it. And, you know, I just, I saw that part where he comes on there and it's like, fat bitch. <laughs> I saw that. This is so funny. I'm 100% fat bitch. 
in your medical experience, have you ever heard of this thing where, let's say it could be a, a woman or a gay guy, and they get basically, you know how you get cauliflower ear? But they get it on their ass? What? Um, cauliflower okay, so ass? Let me, let me first disqualify myself and say that I'm not an actual licensed physician or even a nurse. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah some basic medical training. So the, the, the most advanced I had was paramedicine, so I could be a paramedic. Let me just go ahead and throw that out there. So in your However, paramedic experience when you were down there in South America, nobody had a fucking cauliflower ass? I, I didn't see any of that, thank God. But let me tell you this. During boot camp orientation, they show you all these videos, and then they do slideshows. And we had a slideshow presentation where certain images were shown. They were about STDs because they were trying to shock it was it was all about shock value and deterrent for sexual activity in boot camp because one percent pregnancy for females in boot camp is one percent too many is their stance. So, so what you're saying is basically if some dude ends up banging a chick in boot camp, if they get alone together, they're like in a back hallway or something, and she gets pregnant while they're in training. That happens. Yeah, it does happen. Somehow, some way, they find a place to do it. It's probably at church. And I hate I mean, to say that. It's sometimes because, it don't take long. No, well, if you're at chapel and you got three minutes or four minutes to duck into a closet, you know, and sometimes they do. They anyway, just walk out through the woods and be like a wild man. <laughs> well, you're, what you just said made me sound like the fucking deers are going to come out and shit and little birds. <laughs> I hope not. I hope they don't come out and hear that. Um, especially when it's fucking cold, it's more like going to be like a snarling fucking Wolverine or some shit. <laughs> Bite your dick off. <laughs> Goddamn snarling predator. <laughs> like, why would you do that shit here in the woods? Goddamn it! <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Did you watch? Uh, did you watch? Oh, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. What I was going to say is that, you know, part of that deterrent is to show us some pretty graphic images. And this one dude had a fucking STD. And I've done some research on it, and I think this shit's made up, but he had um, some calcified deposits solidified on his asshole. And this is during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So you can't tell that you've had a gay partner to anybody or your grad's grounds for separation. So this man had, you know, this medical condition and he couldn't shit and he couldn't shit for like a week into where, um, you know, his intestines were so backed up that he became septic and he threw up some of his food, but it had poop in it, which I, I think that was made up. But, you know, that's when you're 19 years old or 18 years old, you don't fucking know any better. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, some of the images they talked about. You know what you just said. It wasn't scar tissue from their asshole getting so prolapsed and so many times. You know, it wasn't that, but it was uh, some sort of STD that resulted in those sort of growths. And yeah, it was it was fucking nasty. But nasty. I also had I also had a physician's desk reference, and a desk reference is sort of um, a condensed medical education in like a, a thousand to twelve hundred page book. And it shows human anatomy and STD issues that are pretty fucking brutal. They're pretty brutal. Especially the things that can happen to the penis. 
Dang, oh, um, I, you know, when I was working at the prison, man, I saw this guy that, uh, you know, we had to do strip searches and he took his pants off and man, it looked like he'd stuck a fucking hot dog in a microwave and you know how it pops at the end. That's what his dick looked like. Probably, probably syphilis. It's gross. Well, he if you zip, man, if he, he could, he he could have carried him whatever he wanted that day. I wasn't checking his ass. That's yeah. It. He's probably syphilis. He's either syphilitic or he just had trauma. There's no no night way to know unless you do a test. And if he was syphilitic, then he would have been quarantined because they're contagious. But um, anyway, there you know some of those images in, in those anatomy books are pretty fucking gruesome. When like circumcisions go wrong or STDs get really advanced. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway, but what you're talking good about, you know, when, huh? When good times go bad. <laughs> Sorry, I had some indigestion for a second. I had to kind of let it out. Um, <laughs> you're talking about doing. Don't pull on your ear, man. You're gonna get fucking cauliflower ear. Um, Not getting cauliflower ear. You don't know. I know everything. <laughs> I guess Nico ain't over there. No, he uh they might be over here tomorrow though for Halloween. Yeah. Our neighborhood's usually pretty lit. Last year they had a or pretty lit. Huh? You say pretty lit? Yeah. Like exciting. Things are going oh, on. Oh, that's what you happening. mean. Why don't you just like, say you know exciting? You know what lit meant. You know what it means. <laughs> I don't use that term in my common interchange of, of words. You don't say something was lit or I was lit or that was lit. Oh, I don't say that. And I don't know anybody that does. Well, I just said it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, one year, it was uh, two years ago, somebody had a fucking haunted house. Full-blown haunted house. Was it lit? Yeah, that's what I just fucking said. <laughs> what um, else did they have? Well, I didn't actually go in there. We just drove by it. Because um, I was having to drive Ruth around, which is a fucking disaster. But you enjoy spending time with her? Not really, no. <laughs> um, I don't mind hanging out with their kids. You know, they're all right. But Yeah. You know, she's always been kind of weird. So you, you're, yeah, she always has been. Um, I remember we were in the pool and she had been, she wasn't drunk, but she had been drinking and it was your pool in Arlington or Dallas. Where'd you used to live? Arlington. Arlington. It was the, when you had the pool back there and it was me and Mama D, you, I think Brittany was there and her kids, they were, you know, not teenagers at the time. So this was years and years ago. And I remember telling Ruth something and she's like, Aaron, don't tell me what to do because I do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want, however the fuck I want. And I was like, God, <laughs> walk away now and just laugh because that was brutal. But it was also so funny that you just dropped the F-bomb three times right in front of my mom. <laughs> yeah, she's got no chill, man. Well, she says that. There's one person that she won't do that stuff in front of. Your mom, Her mom? Yeah. Yep. She, won't, she won't do that. Yep. So you could you could have checked that real quick. You were talking about um, talking about changing the show and uh, and all this stuff. Um, you know, have you thought about just doing segments? Have you thought about yeah. having special guests on? Well, I, well, I think so. I got there's competing ideas. One one is we do see the problem is we got to do something that separates us from the pack because there's a ton of shows out there where it's two guys 
sitting at a desk, looking at each other, talking. And I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be something different. So, but that's also the easiest way to do that's it. What different? Yeah, um, but, but that's also the easiest way to do it. So, uh, my original plan was it was going to be like a yes, we would still have the same topics, but we would be characters. Like we would, we would, we'd have like a, a gimmick or a stick or like, something. Like T. McDougan. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> shit like that. When it, that would be hard to do because it means we would have to get. You know, people over from time to time, but you know, it's like there's, and I think I'm not saying I want to rip somebody off, but like there's one show that I watch. It's not really a podcast, it's kind of a review show where they review movies. And the, the, the guys, like they are themselves, but they pretend to be like employees working in a VCR repair shop. And so all this crazy shit's always happening. And then they sit down and they talk about movies that just came out. And they're their they're, they're real selves when they're talking about the movies. And then by the end of the review, they're back into their characters again. And like crazy shit's happening. I kind of want to do something like that where we, we're characters. But I don't know what kind of characters we'll be. And I haven't planned that out yet. Uh, so there's that. But I was also thinking, well, I could just get some curtains, set those up. And then we could just start doing the podcast live like in person, and then instead of doing three, you know, every every other night, we just do one on the weekends, and, you know, when we do that, it'll make it a little bit easier to where we can get, we can edit it, we can raise the production value a little bit, you know, I mean, because editing video, man, it fucking sucks, but if you only have, you know, one video that you're editing, and that's that's another thing that's bizarre to me. I, I think I think I kind of fucked up by because my original premise for us going for an hour was that it's like, oh, well, most people are driving on their way to work. So, you know, they can listen to the show by the time they get to work. And by the time they get home, they've listened to a show. Well, mm -hmm. come to find out, uh, it turns out most people, unless you're somebody super famous or important or you got some really interesting shit to talk about. Nobody wants to hear people rambling on for an hour about pop culture shit. It just that's they're just not in their attention span. And so what is that? Sorry, it's a video I was looking at. Just right in the middle of talking? Like fuck it. Let yep. me look at the video. Nothing nothing's happening here. Let me check out what's fucking going on in the interweb. Yeah, sorry about that. It's um it's a funny video I just wanted to pull up. Yeah, right. You just thought about it. Just with what you were saying. So, anyways, um, <laughs> you feel good about yourself now. I couldn't remember where the fuck to find it, so I had to kind of just guess. And obviously, I guessed wrong. <laughs> What'd you type in? Uh, Granddad Boondock. So that's John, one of John Witherspoon's characters in the Boondocks cartoon. He's sitting there listening to his kid, and he starts imagining that voice. <laughs> well, that's from, uh, that's from Charlie Brown, the teacher. That's how she talks. <laughs> I pulled up that episode, and I was able to find it. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how that teacher talked on Charlie Brown. 
<laughs> well, anyways. So yeah, the format it just needs some work. We just got to we got to redo it, man. I'm not I'm not going to do another year where we're putting out three to four hours a week, and we got twelve fucking listeners. I'm not doing that shit anymore. Oh, so there's also um, visibility and promotion that you've got to think about. How are, we're not promoting the show. We're not pursuing media avenues that are well recognized or well traveled. So no one's coming across us. They they have to dig to find us, and that's a problem. Well, if, you, if you Google Big Beef and we show up, we're right there on the front. We're at the top. But you have to know what that means. You have to have heard it somewhere. And if you haven't heard it somewhere, then why the fuck would you even type that in your search bar? This isn't a common phrase. Nobody besides us fucking says that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I put all the tags. Like, I have tags. Yeah. I'll put like comedy. I'll you, put get, you get what I'm saying. And so that's the thing. You tag it on comedy, but if you only have 12 listeners, then people don't think the shit's funny. I mean, you can't argue that logic. So if you have to, you have to do something else. You have to talk about it's a investigative, um, I don't know. Social I think, entertainment. Just, I think, I think what we need to do is have a focused show about subjects that we know shit about. And like one week we'll talk about, this is what we're talking about. It's too varied. Okay, it's too varied. We're all from various backgrounds. It's too much diversity. You got you to, you know, tighten that up for one, because I'm not going to give a fuck about what John, John's talking about at all. So and then two, none of us are going to have the attention span to stay long enough to pay attention to what the other person's saying. If you let somebody talk for like five, ten minutes, halfway through, they're going to lose interest. John's well, going to stop fucking caring. He's going to be looking all over the place. <laughs> what we need is a shared experience. So we need to talk about something that we've all observed or been a part of or aware of. Um, or something that we're interested in and we want to know more about. Anyways, we're gonna. We're, it's gonna be different. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at backdrops to get so we can be mobile. So like one weekend we do it at my place. One weekend we do it at John's place. One weekend we do it at your place. And we bounce around. One weekend we do it at Daniel's place. And we bounce it around. But I'm an hour and a half away from y'all. Well, yeah. Well, from no, for me, you're like. 45 minutes away from John, yeah, an hour and a half. It ain't 45 minutes to go up to Fort Worth, dude. Not uh, from here. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's probably about an hour. You're right. I just, we just went down there this weekend, and I don't think it took us that long. We left. Because Sarah speeds is why. I, I was driving. I drive now because I don't. Uh, it's the way because of the car seat in the back. It means the seat has to be up more, and it's fucking uncomfortable as shit. So. I just drive. <laughs> and plus, Sarah fucking she's not pay she doesn't pay attention when she drives, man. Fucking Yeah, I know. Doesn't use turn signals. Doesn't fucking she goes over the curb and shit and fucking hauling ass. Oh, and, curb check. She's yeah. uh, every time I've been in the car with her, I say every time. Eight eighty percent of the time she says, Oh, curb check. Yeah. We we know you hit the curb. We felt it. I mean, there's been times where I've, you know, Stop! I'm like, because we're about to fucking hit somebody. You say that. The light's green or the light's red. The light's red. Red light. Red. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, one time man, she straight up. One time she just blew right through it. Fuck it, just right on through. Didn't give a fuck. 
I was like, God damn, man. Hey, man, you got my son hey. in the car. <laughs> well, fucking day, man. Well, it's like today, I, I, she just got done at the, Roger got his immunization shots. And after they were leaving, I, I, was, I FaceTimed. And I thought she was in the parking lot. And then I started seeing cars moving. And I was like, oh, you're driving. I'll talk to you later. And she's like, what? I just make an eye contact. I'm like, I need you to make eye contact with the fucking road, not the damn phone. So I'll talk to you later. I hung up. I just hung up. <laughs> yeah, I um, J- Jamie has let me drive her car, and she gets super nervous because she's skittish when things come out of her peripherals. She was in a car wreck, and ever since then, she's just been kind of um, antsy behind the wheel. But um, I know that whenever I'm driving, I don't jerk the brake or jerk the wheel. When she's driving, she does that every fucking time we get in the car, and that drives me insane. Oh! It's like fuck, man. If you did that, I need so, to know some shit. <laughs> well, I've actually I've listened to a um, a, a psychology guy about this. Um, well, it, he's a behavioralist, but so your mind gets used to patterns, right? And if you're somebody who drives a lot, your mind is used to how you drive. So that's why that's why I don't know if you've ever been through this, but like sometimes, like for me, I can go to work. And I don't necessarily remember anything about the trip. Like it's just I just don't remember it. I don't think no, I can't remember what I was thinking from point A to point B. I just get to my destination. Um, because that your your mind has gotten patterns it used to think. So you're thinking of other things while you're driving. When you get into the passenger seat, all that shit goes out the fucking window because it's not the pattern that you're used to. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's any slight variation, like a jerk of the wheel or a stop of the brake or getting into the lane without using a turn signal, you just fucking, like your heart skips a beat every fucking time. You're just like, oh, oh, oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know? and So I, I got I to gotta give it to Jamie because one, one time I really did get her and I didn't mean it because I just was not thinking. And she was talking about, you know, as we're driving, I point out, She's just scaring on conversation. And I point out, it's like, oh, hey, there's somebody passed out over there on the bench. It's like, yeah, I, I hope they're passed out. I was like, man, I hope it's not even more serious than that. And she says something that's like, yeah, trying to go up there and wake people like that, you got to be very careful. And for some reason, I just said, ah, really loud. <laughs> like trying to get somebody's attention. And she's like, she freaked the fuck out. <laughs> ah, what? What was it? <laughs> I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> I'm just yeah. talking about waking somebody that's unconscious. You got to really scream at them. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so I was getting pissed off because I was driving once. And anytime I would come to a stop or I would uh, get ready to go, like Sarah would gasp. She's like, huh. <laughs> 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 like it fucking, every time she was doing that, I was making me jump because it's like, what the fuck's, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? And so one time I was, uh, she was driving. And we were in the middle of traffic, and you could tell she was in the zone because, you know, she wasn't saying anything. And I yeah. just waited for a second, and I just reached over, and I said, ah! and she's like, God, just like she almost wrecked the fucking car. <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't like it when I gas for air every five fucking minutes? <laughs> so, she doesn't do that anymore. Cause, like, Shit, y'all got to work out, man. <laughs> she doesn't do that anymore because, like I said, she drives crazy, so. Yep. It'd be what it'd be. Oh, I was going to say, have you watched Daniel's fucking puppet shows? I watched one of them, yeah, where, where John got fatter. <laughs> and he just, damn, they done dashed. 
And it's like, it's it's funny to hear him fuck it up, but the more I hear him fuck it up, like, I listened to it a second time, I was like, this is angering me. He needs to fix the shit that he's saying. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of a bad thing for us because he's, get, he's getting more attention than we are. I think he's got, on, at least on YouTube, I think he's got way more hits than we do. Yeah. We have overall more with the uh, with the podcast, but he's kicking our butt in YouTube views. But he also, I think his whole store is watching his videos because they're only a minute long. So you can sit down, you can watch it, and you get a little chuckle because he says some shit like cock gobbler. Or the fucking he said that cock. a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of, of foul language. I'm like, we don't say the F word every other word. And we don't call each other names like that all the well, time. Yeah, why, did, John, why did he just have to go that extreme? John also doesn't gasp over a fucking uh, little Debbie, too, like he did at the like, end of this one. Oh, time for a little snack. You eating again? Damn. I like I like how the, the cow character says, uh, oh, well, yeah, it's not like doctors just got a medical degree or anything. Like, they go to school for 14 fucking years. <laughs> Is it, yeah, it's not like it takes 11 to 12 years to become a fucking medical doctor. And I like how the, the cow, you can tell his hand is, is like, mechanically opening and shutting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He I can said, just imagine Daniel sitting there. <laughs> he said that the one complaint he's got is that he needs to add some variety to the voices. He said, it's just you talking through it. And he's like, yeah, well, yeah. it's just all him. But Daniel I, doesn't have range. And it's it's well, not a, I, you know a, a, an insult to him. He just doesn't have that skill. I, I for one, I don't need to hear uh, him trying to do a voice. He can just play the character how he's playing. So, Shane, that's the thing about us is that we find this shit funny. Other people don't. <laughs> Oh, I think the puppet stuff's good. Yeah, but you get what I mean about the whole voice thing? We think it's funny to hear Daniel. He no just one else really needs to, get, to make that puppet thing work, he just needs to get some help. He needs to get somebody to man the camera and get his backdrops down. And, and whoever's helping you can do the other voices. I think he's got it once he does that. Oh, so um, uh, this month, uh, starting Friday, is uh, NaNoWriMo. Are you, are you doing it this year? Yeah. What uh? What which book? I'm gonna finish the Apothecary. So my plan for Nano Remo, and I'm actually gonna do well, this. Start explain Friday. that to the listeners because they don't know what that that. Oh, Nano Remo is National Association or National Writers Month, National oh. Novel Writers Month, Nano Remo, National Novel Writers Month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I'm the one that fucking told you about it, so you don't need to take me. No, to you, you weren't. I told you about National Novel Writers. Uh, no, son, yep. I was in a I was in a writers guild when I was writing Alistar, and I told you about it back then, way back then. I back, told you about back it. in the day when the Earth was green, <laughs> and there were more kinds of animals than you'd ever seen. Back in the day when there was Denise. Yeah, when there was fucking Denise. You know, the last <laughs> time I, I had any conversation with Denise is. Uh, they were watching Denise who? She was uh, Williams. She was streaming the um, she was streaming the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. They were streaming it like she, they went to somebody's house and paid for it, and they were streaming it. And uh, I was like, "Well, shit, this is the only way I'm gonna watch the fucking fight." So I just sat there and watched the whole damn thing through her streaming and providing commentary on the fight. It's shit like, "Ooh, that white boy can he ain't playing around. He ain't <laughs> he's fighting dirty." And then like, "Yeah, but Floyd, he got him. He got him. Just wait and see. Just wait and see." And sure enough, they were right. Fucking, what was it, the sixth round? Fucking uh, Mayweather just fucking unloads on him. It's like, yeah. yeah. He ran out of gas. He, yeah, uh, like, yeah, he, 
you wore your stuff out. Yeah, you're you're 15 years younger than me, but you're not smarter. And then bam. And okay. he proved he proved that. Um Mayweather had a specific game plan and every fight that he's gone up against a fighter, he's always had a specific game plan that he's executed. And with Conor McGregor, he worked it to a T. Conor McGregor has struggled with going cardiovascular distances. He can't, and I can't say he can't, he struggles going five rounds or more. And for the UFC, that's 25 minutes, you know, so anything over 25 minutes is hard for him. And, and you got to remember, he also does like weight gains and dips. So he'll cut weight and he'll gain weight. He'll cut weight and he'll gain weight. So that has, that plays havoc on your body. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I didn't have anything to fucking do with what we were talking about. I don't remember what, nope. what were we talking about? Uh, Conor McGregor. Um, he's, oh, he's a pretty big. The puppet. Pretty... <laughs> I was trying not to get back onto it. You couldn't tell. <laughs> but hey, he's got some shit going down with him right now. He's got all this stuff is happening in the UFC. And, you know, fighters are complaining about this, that, and the other. Um, but these big, big fights are starting to come through. And maybe in 2020, we'll see some some really big pay-per-view events for the UFC. See. Did you see that uh, Cain Velasquez and Tyson Fury are going to be wrestling tomorrow? No. See, Cain Velasquez was a UFC champion, but he got beat and then he got hurt in training, and he has not been back in three years. He's facing off against Brock Lesnar tomorrow in uh, Saudi Arabia. He's beaten Brock Lesnar in the UFC. Yeah. I mm-hmm. saw the video. There's one thing that's interesting about Brock. Like, he takes a lot of fucking damage. Like, they just pounded him in the head, and he won't quit. Like, he just doesn't. He can't do anything, but he's just sitting there getting hit in the head. And it's like, why would you just, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you just get hit in the fucking head like that? Uh, $150,000 is why. Yeah, but there's, at that point, when, they've, when they're dominating that much where they got you on the ground, and they've punched you in the head... 10 times and they're still wailing on you and you can't figure out how to get out of it. Why would you give yourself brain damage? That's not going to be able to pay doesn't matter how much money you get. You're not going to be able to fix the brain damage. $150,000, man. Well, fix the medical bills. Nothing else other than that much. You, you barely be able to pay for your medical bills. If you get serious brain damage. Yeah. But he's not thinking he's going to get, he's got like a Homer Simpson head where his fucking six inches of it is padding. Yeah. Well, how'd that work out for Homer? Well, when he shoved the crayon up his nose, he became a retard. But when he took the crayon out, he was fine. <laughs> I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time, man. They're doing a 30th season. God damn. 30th. That means I stopped watching that 23 seasons ago. God dang. You missed that <laughs> a lot. They're yeah. kind of yeah, they're like Futurama where they predict things that happen. Well, yeah, I thought about that. I think they're just really good at like human nature. They just know like how people are. And if they get if they get an inkling of one little seed of something like they knew they knew the Hummers were coming out. They knew those Hummers were coming. And they they knew that. What's his name? Uh, Donald Trump was an egotistical and self-centered man. Yeah, So they could Um, could piece things together that. You know, with these top-heavy hummers, of course, they were going to roll. So, I mean, yeah, it was just – I think they're just really good at knowing how people are and, and keeping up yeah. with current events. And the writers and the the staff for uh, Futurama had seven um, – what's that word? Ivy League graduates that had, like, PhDs and different – well, not PhDs, but, you know, maybe master's degrees in different subjects of study. So 
when they started talking about this, that, and the other, you, you know, the, the best of what they do. So, yeah. I went back and listened to that episode that where I was re I was wearing those fucking Bret Hart sunglasses. You remember that episode? Yeah. It was the one you brought Matt in and I said, God damn it. Like really loud. Yep. yep you did. As it's soon actually, as he came on, you said it. It was, it's actually kind of funny. I went back and listened to it. Yep. Wearing your stupid ass sunglasses. Yeah, you're like, no, don't bring them on. And I bring them on. God damn it. And then you just don't say nothing. You don't say anything at all. And you, I could tell you were trying to hang up on him, but then you quit. <laughs> well, he didn't have a signal. So he, he, you hear Matt say, I can't see you. I can't see you. And it's like, then hang up the fucking phone. Hang up the fucking phone. No, no, no. Stay, hang on. Hang on, Matt. You can stay in it. <laughs> well, those Bret Hart glasses, man, they're cheaply made. I was, uh, I'd gotten some sweat in there. And I, went to, I went to rub it and it like rubbed some of the pink off of it. And I was like, well, fuck, man. So I had to go get some like real sunglasses to be able I'm to drive. You did. I'm glad that you did. What's wrong with the Bret Hart glasses? They're stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> Your mom's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's stupid. Um, oh, so Jamie, what's she up to? She got a uh, a job offer to be a paralegal um, down by the coast. She finished law school. What's she doing paralegal for? She didn't pass the bar. Oh, yeah. So she has to have accommodations because um, she has like really severe test anxiety <laughs> and dyslexia. Uh, so her dyslexia actually qualifies her for extended test time. But Baylor has been shitty about it and they weren't able to give it to her. And, you know, they're just doing what schools do. They're following the bureaucratic tape. And, you know, well, I say they've been shitty about it, but they they could have had a little more compassion, but they were pretty rough. And the, the thing is, is that. To me, they showed admission of guilt because they gave her student of the month fucking award, even though she damn near failed out of one of her classes and she still got student of the month, which when you get a student of the month award at Baylor, that means, well, at least at Baylor Law, you get a, a special parking spot. She was given that for like a week. So to me, I mean, you wouldn't have given that to a student who didn't have the grades to reflect best student of the month. And what anyway, so there, yeah. there's some other details that are going on there, but I'm not trying to tell her a story. I would hear I would hear a bunch of horror stories about Baylor Law at my school. Like they would talk about how how like like fucking militant it was, like how yeah. strict and no nonsense. So it's very well, strict. And I, I hope she gets it. I mean, and if not, you, she can still use that experience. And there's nothing wrong with being a paralegal. I mean, it, and she well, can she's do. Looking at, she's looking at money right now, so she's got to crunch the numbers. Her student loan payments are fifteen hundred bucks a month. Yeah, but if fucking Bernie Sanders gets in the office, all that shit will be waved away. You can't bet on that because you don't know if he's gonna. Well, I'm betting on it. So, oh well, fuck it. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm no, actually. Uh, I don't want Bernie Sanders in. He's their Democratic Party is considering a 42 percent national sales tax, and I don't want that shit. Yeah, but if you're gonna wipe away the student debt, fuck it, I'm in. If you're gonna, if you're either gonna wipe away the student debt or you're going to give me $1,000 a month like Andrew Yang wants to do. Fuck it. Let's do it, but, man. Come on, man. Those those strategies are not going to work. <laughs> don't work for me. I don't care about anybody fucking else. What the fuck do I so care? When the economy collapses and you're living off fucking borrowed power generators. I'll be dead. I'll be, dead. I'll be dead. It's my, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna use JG Wentworth. It's my money, and I want it now. JHT Wentworth eight seven seven Cash Now. We just plug another how business. Much, how much fucking money I pay in taxes? If I wasn't paying for taxes, 
Like I would be fucking balling, man. But I think yeah, those, those taxes provide critical services to people that need them, like Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never gonna benefit. I'm never gonna cash it in. So that's not the but, point. It'll be the bankrupt point is, by the time I get there. By the time I get there, it'll be gone. No, it's, no, it's not. I mean, they're they're slashing money, but there's so much money to be had that you, I mean, no matter how much you slash, it's still gonna be there. Nope. <laughs> not enough. No, no, no. I want a hundred thousand, not ninety-eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what it is. Whatever, man. I, I don't really care at this point. It doesn't matter. I still, you still got to get up every day and do the same old bullshit. So who the fuck cares? Yeah, the, the world keeps on spinning. I just, I'm concerned with the debt crisis, and I call it a crisis because you know some some people have postulated that in two years, the three years, the market is going to crash, and then what are we going to fucking do? Our money's not going to be valuable. Act a fool. Some people might, man. You might get some fucking purge or divergent shit going down, or whatever it is. They mass riot. I highly doubt that. Did you? So, mom posted a photo of you a hard day's work. What is? What's that about? Yeah, I, I look back at that and I recognize that shirt. It's like I don't have that shirt anymore. So it was after I was it Kearns. That was like at our old house. Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh, so that was a long time ago. Well, probably like six years ago, somewhere, maybe seven. Yeah, you ain't had that house in a long time. Seven years. Oh, she's uh, 2014. She sold it, boy. Fourteen, sixteen thousand dollars, something like that. Fucking buy a, a used car for that kind of money. <laughs> well, yeah, I think she only got a. I think a lot of it had to go to back taxes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I tried helping her out with that once, but that was when I had de deployed and I had the money. I couldn't keep doing it. She got. She had to pay the back taxes on it, plus the commission, the sales commission. Yep. And when it was all said and done, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's for fucking dirt cheap. And plus, yeah. you didn't know. You, you know, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to hold out. And like when I sold my property, um, you know, I fucking, I, I did, I redid the carpet. We, we painted everything up, made it look nice. I fucking cut the grass, did the yard work. We had just treated the pool. So it was like deep blue. So the photos, everything looked really pretty. So, you know, we were able to get, we were able to get premium for it. And plus it's, you know, next to the, both the stadiums. So it's a sports fan's dreams. It's within walking distance. Like you could literally go walk. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's right there on campus by UTA. So if your kids go on the call, so I mean, it was a great location wise. You're great. You're right in the middle of everything. Um, so it was an easy sell, but in Kearns, man, it's gotta be tough. <laughs> what is that one? Oh, nothing. Hey, what'd you think about that uh, fucking when you posted that um, link to that sad ass dog uh, uh, thing and then I posted bacon pancakes underneath? Yeah, that was pretty funny. I was like, yeah, I would have done the same thing. But it really, <laughs> the, the reason I posted that is because um, I found a little piece of the story. I was like, oh, I wonder what this is about. And it was really a public service announcement to adopt dogs and cats. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's great. I'll post that shit. Man, I'm not going to lie, man, because they charge like, I think a couple hundred bucks to put a dog down up here. So when they when they're getting to the point, the dog says, "Yeah, we're gonna have to put him down." Uh, I might be making that trip out to the country like that fucking comic book did too, and just like, here you go, bud. It, it, just be free. You're in nature. 
you're you're willingly admitting to to a future situation where you'll commit pet abandonment, which is some places are considered a felony. Well, uh, no, I'll, I'll go somewhere, and um, <laughs> what if he just happens to leave and I, I can't find him? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Even though he's following you with his leash on, <laughs> hey, come back. He's like, no, go away. God damn it. <laughs> what if what if there's like a big mound of peanut butter and he just goes to town on it and then uh, I can't find him and I get lost and then I, I just go. Or you got an emergency call and you got to leave right the fuck now. It's like, oh, sorry, boy. Can't take you with me. Got to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's a dog, man. People, they're not, they're not people. They're not humans. They're, they're, they're animals. Like, I, I today... I had roast beef. That was a fucking cow at one point. It was a fucking cow walking around and some bastard with a fucking air gun put a bolt in its brain and now I'm eating it. So why is it okay for me to do that but I can't drive my dog that's dying out to the country and just let it go? You got nothing? No rebuttal? I do have rebuttals but it ain't gonna fucking matter because I'm not gonna change your mind anyway. Yeah, but that, 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 when you talk, you're supposed to share ideas and get different perspectives on shit. That's we went over. That's, that's the thing, Shane. You don't get nothing. You don't get anything. You share, and you're like, "Well, you don't see my ways, so I don't care." <laughs> you learn. So one of the things in debate that you learn is the other argument. What's the other side of the coin? And you can't make your argument any good unless you know what the other argument is. You don't have an argument. You have a personal stance. It's like, this is how I feel. I don't want to pay the money, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the argument is... <laughs> the argument is people, people value these damn animals too fucking much. Like, well, see, that's the thing, man. You chose this stance because it's convenient. It's self-serving. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> it's, it's not a moral grounds. <laughs> That's why if, I don't want to argue it with you. <laughs> if I have the benefit from it, I can't help that. What I'm no, saying it's, is... It's because of the benefit. <laughs> what I'm saying is, when you look at, like, Feed the Children, like, there's people that see Feed the Children, and they'll be like, oh, that sucks. But then they show the video of, like, the fucking dog in the cage. They start crying and shit. And it's like, what? Why, so, why, why do you care more about your four-legged friends, which up until... 60 years ago were only for strictly work purposes. You didn't have dogs for fun. You used them to either hunt or to protect your livestock or protect your home. But you didn't use them because, oh, they're cute. Look at them. Look how funny they are. So, you know, it, it just it's, it's weird that people have humanized them so much when there's people that are actually fucking starving to death. And that's that's because the breeding problem has gotten out of control to where people just have them as leisurely pets. And when you have them as a leisurely pet, they become a member of your family. They can become a member of your family because they rely on you like a child. You have to provide for all their needs. You take care of their health. You take care of their exercise. You take care of their day-to-day activities. Excuse me. I mean, if one of your fucking dogs went missing, like Pistol Pete, if he went, if he went missing, wouldn't you fucking pay for him? Pay for him to be found? You wouldn't put up a reward that said, you know, $50 if you found my fucking dog? Well, not these days, because Sarah, she keeps saying she wants to put the dogs down because there's so much hassle along with Roger to have to, you know, take care of them. Just put the fucking dogs out of their... 
What? It's, but they're not even sick. They're not. <laughs> well, we're not going to, obviously, we're not going to do it unless they are getting sick because they're getting old. So, I mean, they probably only got three to four years left tops. If you lived on a ranch or something, then, you know, if they were causing problems, I get it. But they're not. <laughs> no, they're causing problems. Like they bark all the fucking time. They growl at each other. They don't like They've each other. They've always done that. <laughs> Your annoying. dogs have done that since I've known them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 20 it's years so- is a long time to have a fucking dog, man. It is. It is, but it's just like, well, whatever, man. It's your your house, your rules. But I'm over. I'm over pets. I'm done with it. Yeah, you, you and Brittany both have that problem. Y'all don't like pets. I mean, I don't mind them. Yeah, just a little pet. You just pet them. Give them a little treat. That's it. But they're expensive, you know. You got to pay the to feed them, and you got to groom them. The shit sucks. You got to take care of them. Yeah, a pet that you decided to have that you no, wanted I, to take on. <laughs> I didn't decide to have any of them. Sarah brought all those fucking things home. The only one I picked was the rabbit, and that one is <laughs> damn. If the rabbit was, if we just had that rabbit by himself, he's like no maintenance. He doesn't he didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, you just pet him, and he'll eat some little treats out of your hand. And then he'll go shoot little convenient cocoa pebbles everywhere. But he, he, he knows how he knows where to go to shit though, so it would be concentrated. <laughs> like a cat, like be kind of like a litter box. But uh, God, but cats are messy too, man. They get their litter fucking everywhere. They stink. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I, I tried to talk Sarah out of getting all these pets, man. I didn't want them, but so she's the one that got them all. See, I thought it was you. I couldn't put it in. I couldn't get it out of my head. It's like, why the fuck does he have all these animals? He doesn't even like animals. <laughs> no, um, so with Pistol, that was, so Sarah's father, you can actually look him up in, uh, on the news. He was yeah. running, he was running an illegal uh, pet. Um, uh, a dog mill? Yeah, he was running a dog mill. And for with chihuahuas, so he had like a shit ton of chihuahuas in terrible fucking conditions. Well, Pistol was one of the runts, so that was a gift that she gave to Sarah. And I was, I was asking, it was like, you know, how much money can you make in this? And he was, he was conflating the numbers, but I was thinking, well, fuck, man, if people will spend this much on a fucking dog, man, if we can get one litter of chihuahuas, we can make some bank, and that's real fucking Shane, easy. Shane to do. saw the sign. Oh. <laughs> Money. So, <laughs> we went and got Casey. We went and got little, you know, little Casey, and you know, she's how'd that Casey. turn out? Do what? How'd that turn out? So, well, she only gave birth to one fucking puppy, and she barely did that. She almost died giving birth to him. Uh, so, yeah, I remember. That the plans of my get rich quick scheme quickly faded away into nothing in a matter of months. <laughs> kind of like Josh with his ice uh, uh, ice cube thing. <laughs> I was like, somebody's made that. And sure enough, they had. Somebody's made that. <laughs> it's one of those things, it's like, I, mean, I get what you're saying. Because he, he was saying it's so simple, nobody's thought about it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure somebody thought about it, bro. Yeah, we're, we're in a country of 350 million people. Yeah. Somebody's thought about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and, and then he was kind of like getting into specifics of the construction and no, this is how it'd be different. I'm like, no, they, they got it, man. It's already well. And the problem, the only problem I have with that, like, I'm okay. Give me a, if you got a new idea, that's fine. 
like he wanted me to go to the patent office and like submit his idea. Like he wanted me to get the packet to him so he could do it. And I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, you got something, that knows, but an ice cube tray. I mean, no, it's not because it, the, the, what he described, I mean, fuck, you just put your damn hand underneath the fucking ice cubes. You don't even need the fucking tray. <laughs> put your hand in. You slap the ice out. And he was like, well, you people don't want to get their hands on the ice. And it's like, okay, you grab a plate and you tap the fucking ice out, you know? And if you don't want to grab a plate because you want a specific tool, they already make them. So the idea was it failed on all three points. Every dimension was a failure. Uh, <laughs> The thing is, though, man, is that inventions like that still get made. They still get patented, and people won't get rich, but they'll make money off of them. Well, yeah, but you got to have like a good idea. You got to have something that's useful and practical, um, and then you got to find somebody that will, you know, market it for you. That will distribute it. You got to yeah. get distribution, and uh, you know, I mean, you file a patent. Even if we had, let's say, let's say nobody, just by chance, some miracle, nobody had made one of those fucking ice. I don't even want to know what they're called. Ice tray, fucking de-ice tray things, whatever. So let's say somebody had already, nobody had invented that. What didn't actually exist. Okay, so we get the patent. Then what do you do? You just got a fucking patent. You still got to find somebody to make the damn tray and sell it. You sell your patent for a percentage of the net profits. Well, yeah, and then but then you only get so much money, and then that's it. It's over the life of the, the product. So as long as the life... As long as the product's being sold, what the fuck did you just do? He tried to get me me on that. He wanted me to get the patent for him, and he wanted me to invest in Bitcoin. And I'm not investing. I got a 401k. I don't need to put money into Bitcoin. There was a a time where Bitcoin was pretty hot, and it's not anymore. But there was a time where everybody was buying it. Well, so whenever it becomes to the point that everybody's talking about it, it's not valuable anymore. It's not realistic. I'll say that much. Like the internet boom, it legit happened. But it only happened like for the first six months. After that, nobody was booming anymore, unless except for those who had already boomed. Yeah, so, so the, the, the Bitcoin phenomena, you know, it took off there for a second. But I, I have the feeling that as longevity is concerned, excuse me, it's going to serve more of like shady business dealers. Yeah, there you go, boy. I know you're tired. It's the hour time. Oh, uh, we're almost there. Just sit here staring at each other until it's over. <laughs> what do you think about my? What if we did the podcast live? Would you be willing, like once a month, to to drive up here to drive up this way? Or well, it looks like we're out of time, everybody. I think we hit our hour mark. <laughs> Is that a no? You don't want to fucking do that. It's once a month. I don't see why. I mean, what, why do we got to do it live? What, what's the problem? Why, why isn't this good enough? It's not working, man. <laughs> getting, we're getting nothing. Nothing. Well, I mean, wasn't that the whole idea is that we just kind of passed the time? You didn't want this to actually go anywhere, did you? <laughs> how long are we going to do it? How fucking long are we? Is, is this just how we do things now? Every other time? <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go make the drive, but it's like you're, you're putting all this energy into something like this. It's, 
you know, you, you don't have a million dollar studio. You don't have millions of dollars in advertising. So what, how far do you really expect to go? <laughs> so when we watch the new way, we'll have already damn near 200 hours of content available. So if you want to know what we're about, you want to hear our stories, there's 200 hours worth of fucking audio out there that you can go find. <laughs> okay. So we've got <laughs> We have a foundation. Now we have to build on it to make this work. Now, in the beginning, you know, they were all talking about, yes, marketing, we get the T-shirt, we get this made, we get that made. All right, we know that's just not going to happen. Nobody's going to put any fucking money into it like that. So what we can do is the creative. We can make things more interesting. So I think by just addressing the format of the show and get away from us just hanging out and, you know, bullshitting the way we're doing it, actually get like a concrete this is what we're at. and see here's the other problem i'm pretty sure i've talked about this like fucking 30 times now all throughout the podcast and how many times who wants to listen to that shit who wants to listen to this guy talk about what they need to do and then never fucking does it <laughs> why isn't it getting better <laughs> i'm like i'm like uh fucking uh carl or what was his name mr uh Oh, what's this? Doyle. I'm like Doyle Harger. We ain't got no fucking microphone. We ain't got no goddamn band. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get out of my house. Get, Get out of my house, out. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking picking bastard. Grabs that wheelchair and fucking slams Shit, it against the wall. Hard. Yeah. Go pick that a goes, tune, Randy. I <laughs> goes for queers, cripples, and retards. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Cocksuckers and retards. But anyway, you know, I I would love to see something happen with the show, but I don't have high hopes for it going anywhere. I mean, this is always – and I've said it before. You know, I didn't think the show was going to happen with us just bullshitting around. Here's, what, here's, here's what we'll do to make it more democratic. I want every, all three of us to come up with a concept, creative concept for how we would do the show. Okay? I've tried segments. I've tried coming up with shit, and it never stuck. Creative concept for the live action version of the show. We'll do. We'll have three ideas. We'll do all three of them, and whichever one seems to work out the best, that's the one we go with. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucking idiot, man. What's wrong with you? No time is up, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We got Shane, the captain of the Big Beefing Show, and me at Southeast Third. I just put up a new podcast, so check it out. And we thank you for listening. We will see you on Friday, boy. We'll be there. Yeah, boy. Friday. Uh, hopefully, you know, John just had his baby, so maybe he'll be there. Maybe you won't, but we'll extend him that courtesy as he's, you know, adjusting to, well, whatever the fuck. He just won't be there. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you got anything? Yep. Good night.